What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the second episode of the Between the Foul Paws podcast. I'm your host, James Gerald. And first off, I want to thank everyone for the, for the support on the first episode. You know, I know it was the introduction episode. You know, we didn't get into a lot of in-depth, you know, discussions on anything. But really, I really thank you for the support. Um, I had a few people say it turned out super good. It sounded really good. The quality was good. And so I really i am thankful for that, considering it was the first episode. <laughs> But I think for the second one, we're going to go ahead and get get into the discussion of the Braves and Nationals series that just concluded last night. Um, the Braves swept the series. Um, so the next opponent will be the Phillies, and I will have that Philly series ready to go for the next episode and stuff like that. But some of the things I want to talk about for game one are the good parts and the bad parts or whatever. And some of the good parts was um, Enoa threw a fantastic game with seven innings, only give up four hits, um, walk two, and give up only one earned run, which is, I think, for a young guy, it is a fantastic performance against some of the, you know, the heavy hitters in that national lineup. You know, Trey Turner. I know um, – Josh Harrison, that's one of the thing, one of the very un, undercover guys. He's really, no one really thinks of Josh Harrison, but if you look at the statistics, he's had a, he's having a super good, super good start to the year, and so I think that's one of the big, one of the bigger bats in the lineup. You know, I know they were missing Soto and stuff like that, but I think, uh, you know, he went out there and throw a, you know, throw a very good game against a strong Nationals lineup. Um, and he also held the Braves in the batting department as well, hitting a grand slam. You know, that's one thing you don't see very often anymore. You don't see pitchers that can hit, you know. You, you know, you get the Jacob DeGroms and stuff like that every once in a while. But that's one thing I've never understood. As a pitcher, especially in the National League where pitchers get a lot of batting, why would you want to cripple yourself at the plate? You know, you could have the opportunity where it's, you know, it's a close game and stuff like that, and you can – give the team the lead when you're at the plate. It don't matter if you're a pitcher or not. I just that's one thing I've never understood, you know, as a baseball fan. But besides that, you know, it was a very um very good game. I think um you know defense was good. But I really think the part we struggle with is is batting. Batting has just been really, really bad for us this year. Really, really bad. Our big hitters like Freeman, Ozuna, and Riley and stuff like that were all hitless. You can't you can't do that. You can't do that and expect to win. You cannot. I mean, you cannot put everything on Acuna and Ozzy and stuff like that and expect to perform at a top tier level top tier level. You can't. You cannot. And so I really think that that needs to be fixed. I really um really think that needs to be talked about more. It's not much as the pitching, it's the batting. The batting's inconsistent to even even say it's bad it it's just it's bad so but I mean besides that you know it was a good game wasn't a great game but it wasn't an awful game it was it was okay you know pitching was good batting not so much now game two on the other hand it, it got even worse um Freed was back for his first outing and since his injury or whatever he goes five innings, give up four hits while only allowing, while only walking one, and you give up one earned run, which is, you know, that's fine considering that's his first game back. And I really 
you know, I think he went out there and did a great job on the mound. You know, Max Fried has had a really struggling start to the year. That's for sure. Um, you know, I think a, I think a lot of pitchers have for sure, but uh, I really think this can this this game showed what Max Free can do as a pitcher. You know, once he's when he's on his A game, he's I I, I like to say he's a top five pitcher in the league when he's in his A game. He's or like t- for example, twenty twenty Max Freed lights out pitcher lights out, but these first few starts have just not. You know that's not that's not what we need. That's not what I, I think. That's definitely not how he wants to perform. But you know, you, the past is in the past. You just gotta you gotta move on from it. But um, Azuna hit a grand slam, which was he really. I was excited to see that, um, because considering you know Ozuna was not the Ozuna of last year. Um, Freddie has not been the Freddie of this year. Or last year, sorry, um, and stuff like that. It's just not this team is just not the same as it was last year. You know, I know we got some of the you know the same pieces back, but it's just not. There's 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 something missing. I don't know if maybe that's where Soroka's not there, or what, I just I don't know. There's there's something missing in that lineup that we, I I just don't know. I just cannot put a finger on it. And congratulations to William Contreras on his first ever. Uh, major league home run, you know that's a that's a big step in a in a young player's, you know, st- uh, stats. I should say it's a big big achievement for sure, you know. But um, yeah. Besides besides that, you know, the downsides of course, batting still struggling, still struggling. Uh, multiple players going zero for three, zero for four, you know. One of our main, our pretty much our main contributor right now, Acuna, he goes hitless. You know, you know your team's struggling a bit when your main guy goes hitless. You don't see Mike Trout going hitless very often. You don't see Mookie Betts going hitless very often. You know, and stuff like that. You don't, you don't see that. And that's really, that's kind of, it's kind of scary in a game for sure when, you know, when your main contributor can't even get it going. And stuff like that. Like I said, multiple players going 0 for 3, 0 for 4. Um, Ozuna and Contreras were the only ones that went 2 for 4. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been a super, super slow start to the for the Braves for sure. I hope, you know, the Philly series, you know, turns a lot of things around. Considering that, I'm not going to lie, that Phillies lineup is, is lethal. It's, I know people say, oh, it's the Phillies, but... That team is super lethal. I mean, you got Bryce Harper, one of the best power hitting lefties in the league. You got Reese Hoskins. Um, you got JT behind the plate. And you also got some sleeper guys. You got Bohm out there. You got Segura. You got McCutcheon. I mean, there's a lot of sleeper guys on that team for sure. And um, pitching is good. Uh, pitching is very good. You got, you know, you got Wheeler. You got Nola. And you got, and, um, even uh, I think F is Eflin still on that team. I believe so. Eflin is still on that team. He is. He's 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 had a decent year this year. Surprisingly, after the first you know past couple of years struggled a little bit. But yeah, like I said, it's this, these first two games are quite similar to each other. You know, great pitching, bad hit. And as a team that wants to be at the top of the division, you can't do that. You just can't. 
and expect to go out there and win, considering we have we have to deal with the uh, the Phillies and we got to deal with the Nationals, you know, and we also got to deal with the Mets. It's it's just really it's just not the way the Braves need to perform right now. You know, if we had twenty twenty Braves playing now, it it would be we would run away with the you know East in my opinion. We'd not not be biased or anything like that. I just think we would run away with it. There's no way. There's no way we di- we don't run away with it. You know, okay, you know, you can say the Mets got Lindor and stuff like that. Okay, look at what Lindor's doing. Lindor is is playing atrocious right now. I think I could go out there and play a better shortstop in my opinion. He's just not he's not playing good. You know, he's just not. So, game three, like I said, finished up last night. The Braves won that by a score of three to two. Um, oh, if I did not mention that the Braves won game two by a score of five to three. And um, game three for the Braves was the Braves won the score of by three to two. Um, Drew Smiley went out there and threw a great game. After struggling very, very heavily in his first few starts for this team, um, to be honest with you, when I first saw him pitch, his probably his first two games, I I thought to myself, we need to release him. He is not, he's not contributing to this team at all. We can put this money towards somewhere else, whether that be, you know, a you know a halfway decent reliever or you know somebody that you know a mediocre starter that can chew innings. You know what I mean? But it's just he really he kind of showed me up. Last yesterday, to be honest with you, um, through six innings, give up one run off four hits. Well, um, you walked four, but he also struck out four. Um, the hitting looked a lot, a lot better in this game. I think, in my opinion, um, you know, Ozuna and um, Adrianza both had clutch, clutch hits in this uh, in this game. You know, I was really, I was really excited to see Ozuna and Adrianza perform well. You know, that's one guy you really didn't expect to. You start off the way he did, and is continuing to play. You know, he, I know he, play, he used to play for the Minnesota Twins, and nobody really talked about him and stuff like that. But I think he's a he's a nice little scrappy player. You know, I really, I really have enjoyed watching him for sure, and Ozuna. He's just Ozuna's a great when he's on his A game. He is he's a great player to watch. You know him him Acuna Ozzy really really bring the the fun to baseball because I think some people they see baseball as a job when I think those guys are out there they're getting paid to play baseball. It's not their job. They're going out there they're playing baseball and they just some you know they get paid for it. You know, but um, and Freddie as well. But Freddie, Freddie's always been though. Ever since you know, he he makes he keeps baseball baseball. He doesn't get he doesn't get political about it and stuff like that. You know, and that's that's what I think has hurt other sports. I think you know, not to get too into like politics or anything like that. But I think if you want to get into politics, you know, get into politics, but leave leave sports alone. I know they say, well, it's a big platform to speak out. I got you. I, I do. I understand it. But go 
leave politics with politics and leave sports with sports. Don't you can't mix the two. You just can't. Um and the downsides as well. Um, um the while, although the hitting was better, like I said before, it's still it is still not at the level we need to win. It's not. It it is just not at that caliper yet. Um like I said, um this team needs to needs to step it up. You know, I'm not gonna I I don't wanna lecture the team or whatever and be like, hey, I could go out there and do better because I can't, you know, I can't hit a ninety nine mile hour fastball, you know. But as a fan, I really I want this team to succeed. And the way they're playing right now, it's not gonna work. It's not. It just will not work. But, you know, and really to sum this series up, to be honest, it was it was mediocre at best. You know, it wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst we've seen. Lord wasn't the worst we've seen so far. But I really you know, we looked in past series or whatever, we looked a m- miles better than we did versus the the Toronto Blue Jays, that was just, that was, whew. that series right there was a heaping pile of garbage. That was atrocious. Not, not good baseball at all. Not good baseball at all. Pitching and hitting, just not very good. You know, like I said, mediocre at best. You know, but it's, it, like I said, it irks me. To see this team play this caliper when we know what we can do in past years. But we, we know we can do what we did in 20. And we know we can do it 2019. It's just, I don't think it's really clicked yet. I don't know if maybe some people are still hung up on, you know, losing to the Dodgers. In last year's uh, NLCS. I don't know. But... Like I said, the past is in the past, and I'm really I'm looking forward towards the next next series against the Phillies. You know, as you know, like I said before, that team is that team is scary if it's when it's on its A game. But um, I think the Braves can come out winning that series, if not even sweeping that series. And, uh, yeah, so that's my sum up of the last series between the Washington Nationals. Um, some of the other things I want to talk about are, um, some of the players that have really struggled this year, to be honest. Um... Well, not struggle. I'll take that back. But the players that are not playing at the the level they usually do. Like, what's wrong with? I know no one's having a decent year, but it's not. It's not Nolan Arenado level. It's not. Like, am I am I missing something, or you know, anything like that? Um, but it just it doesn't doesn't seem. Like it's clicking, uh, and like I said, Lindor and stuff like that. But um, but besides those two, I really think those are the two main guys that are sh- struggling a little bit. But um, 
Um, but the one of the bigger things I wanted to talk about was Albert, the machine, uh, being released by the angels. Now, I know people say, you know, he's 41 years old. Okay, I got you. Most players retire when they're 40, if not, you know, 39. You know, because, you know, that's a lot of wear and tear on your body. Because I looked up yesterday, his, I think it was 11 or 12 seasons, he has played over 140 games. That is a lot of, of wear and tear. That's a lot. And um, do I think they should have released him? Yes and no. You know, I could understand why they released him. You know, he was not performing at the way they paid him for. But then if, you know, somebody has that rebuttal, well, hey, look at Lindor, you know, look how much he's getting paid. And look at the way he's performing. But it's it's sad to see a, a great player like that, a Hall of Famer in my opinion. But um see that done to him, it's it's sad. You know, and seeing players like him, Miguel Cabrera and stuff like that. I, well, I don't know. You can't pair Nelson, Nelson Cruz in the van because he's Nelson Cruz is forty years old and he's still hitting like he's twenty five. So, um, but yeah, it's sad to see you know people, you know, not even ten years ago being their prime as players. It's it's sad to watch, to be honest. But um, it's really it really shows you the business side of of baseball and that's one thing people don't understand you know some people say hey I got drafted by this team and signed to this team you know I'm gonna be here forever you know and it's like I hate to be that guy but it's not guaranteed it's not and so it I mean look at Mookie Betts everybody thought he was gonna be a Red Sox uh, a Red Sox forever And then, you know, gets traded or, you know, goes to the Dodgers. And he was like, dang. I mean, look at Arenado. Arenado signed an extension in the offseason and then gets traded to St. Louis. It's just, I think, you know, like I said, I could see why they kept him. I could see why they didn't keep him. But in my I'm leaning towards more of the keeping him because he, him and Trout have been, have been there together since day one. You know, Albert was there when, you know, Mike Trout was a rookie, and I think that was one of Mike Trout's mentors as a as a young player was was Albert, and um, I think that there we know what Trout has turned into. Trout is, you know, statistically for the past. Five, six years, the best player in baseball. But, you know, it's sad to see that relationship and bond broken. You know, but I know you got to keep the cycle going. You know, Mike Trout to be the mentor for a young kid coming in. And, you know, it the cycle repeats itself. But 
Like I said, Albert has been there for trout since day one. You know what I mean? And so it's, you know, it's it's sad for sure. Um, but yeah, there is some of the prospect. There's a few prospects I want to talk about as well. Of why they haven't got the the call up yet. Um, the prospect for the Mariners. Uh, Jared Kelnick, he goes, you know, minors. He um, he homers twice in his in his uh, debut with his minor league team. I think after, you know, I think they should have given him a shot or opening day spot or something like that. I don't think it would be. You know, a hundred percent. Hey, you're guaranteed to be on the roster for the rest of the year. I think they had to give him a shot, but I can understand with that whole fiasco at the end of, you know, at the start of spring training and a little bit before that about the whole, you know, manipulating the service time and stuff like that of prospects and stuff. But yeah, it's. What that manager did was not manager, but what that owner did was wrong. You know, guys playing at a high tier, and just because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to pay or whatever, you, you know, it's, if you haven't read about it, I highly recommend going to reading about it and watching videos and stuff on it, but it's, it's, it's sad. That's for sure. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be happy. Um, some of the games that are happening around the league today are the Pirates and the Cubs are playing. Um, the Red Sox and Orioles will be playing today. Um, one of the games I'm excited to watch for some reason is the Reds and Indians. I don't know why. But I like the I like the Reds a little bit. They're my I guess you could say my my sleeper team. Do I think they're going to make a deep push in the playoffs? No. If they do, I think they'll get eliminated in the first round. If not, the wild card. But I really I really enjoy watching that team. Um, you got Mustakis, Winker. I've always been high on Joey Votto, even though the last you know couple of years have not been the kindest to him. I really really. Love watching him play. Um, like I said, you got the Tigers and the Twins. That's two teams that have not done great this year, for sure. I think a lot of people thought the the Twins would be more competitive in that um, AL Central, for sure. But I mean, they're eleven and nineteen, and we knew the Tigers wasn't going to do anything because they just don't have that. They don't have it yet. Now, when I will say this about the Tigers, to talk good about the Tigers for a second here, when their prospect, their pitching prospects, like Casey Mize, you know Matt Manning, stuff like that, and their um, the pitching prospects and some of the positional player prospects, those guys are going to be gross. In the next, I'm going to say the next three to four years. I think the Tigers will be a contending team for, you know, 
a, or a, not a playoff team. You know, I don't know if I go as far as to say, you know, they're, you know, World Series winners or anything like that. But, but yeah, you got the um, Marlins and Brewers. So another game is coming on tonight. And then lastly for the games for Friday, May the 7th, is the Nationals versus Yankees. And then, so the standings right now in Major League Baseball for the American League East, we have the Red Sox winning that division, but the Rays are a game and a half back. And the Blue Jays are two games back of second place. And then you got the Yankees and Orioles finishing that off. Then you got the AL Central with the Indians leading that division. Then you have the um, White Sox back a half a game. Then you have the Royals in third place. The Twins in fourth place. And then the Tigers in last. And then for the AL West... To finish it off for the American League, we have the Athletics at in first. Uh, the Mariners are back a game and a half, which is surprising to me. The Mariners started off super, super hot and have kind of have dramatically cooled off in their last ten. They're four and six. Um, but yeah, and then you have in third place, you have the Astros two games back. The Rangers are three games back from uh, first place. And the Angels are fifth, four and a half games back. Now, I guess we'll go ahead and go into the National League standings here. Um, right now, for the NL East, we have the Phillies, who are leading the division. Um, the Mets are 13 and 13. They are a game behind the Phillies for first place. And then the Braves, after finishing the series um, against the Nationals, they have finished that series 15 and 16. So they are a game and a half behind first place. Then you got the Marlins, and then you have the Nationals to finish it out, who are both... Two games behind. Now for the Central. You have um, the Cardinals in first place. The Brewers in second place. They're only a game behind the Cardinals. Um, you got the Cubs, who are two and a half games back. Same with the Reds. And then the Pirates are last. And then to finish it off for the standings for the MLB... Uh, the Giants are in first somehow, which shocks me. You know, like I said in the first episode, I, ca I can't name you one. I can't name you four guys on that team. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, so the Giants are in first place. The Padres are in second place, only uh, a half a game behind. The Dodgers are in third place. They're a game and a half behind, but in their last ten games, they're two and eight. If any, if there's any like I don't keep up with the Dodgers much, but if there's any you know Dodgers fans that can you know explain to me how that is, 
You know, people really thought uh, people thought the Giants weren't going to do anything. People thought the Diamondbacks were not going to do anything, and people knew the Rockies wasn't going to do anything. But um, people thought it was going to be a dogfight for the NL West between the Padres and the Dodgers. But right now in these last 10 games, it it goes to show the Padres are looking like the better team of, of the two. And um, like I said, Dodgers are in their last 10. They're 2-8. and eight, They're a game and a half behind. And in fourth place, we have the Diamondbacks, who were three games behind. And then to finish it off in the standings, we have the Rockies, who are six games behind and in last place. So, yeah, I think that might be all for this episode. Like I said, I should have the Phillies series out Monday, if not Tuesday, depending on what I have to do. More than likely Monday, because that Tuesday they play Toronto again, I think. Let me look. Yeah, I'm prepared this time. I've got my computer. Uh, <laughs> uh, schedule. Yep, the Blue Jays. And then after that, it has not been posted yet. Um, so, yeah, we play the Phillies today, tomorrow, and Saturday. I mean, uh, Sunday, excuse me. And then after that, like I said, we play the Blue Jays Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm going to end it there. Like I said, I really appreciate the support on the first episode. It really means a lot. I'm going to try and get a, a Instagram page started. I've been trying to get this other stuff set up for the podcast. I've been trying to get the statistics up. And stuff like that and ready to go. But yeah, um, like I said, thank you for the support. And I will see y'all for episode three of Between the Foul Poles. See y'all.